0: Hey, welcome to the High Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado, and in today's episode, I sit down with Danny and Brenda Castillo of Heritage Barbecue in Orange County. They're probably the most underrated barbecue joint in California. Although they bring the long lines and sell out every time they cook, they're not as recognized as some of the other big names. But this doesn't hold him back from putting out some of the best barbecue in the state. Danny is an artist at heart, and he immerses himself in his work. He is passionate and is always looking for ways to improve and innovate. Brenda aids in the preparation and creativity of some of the dishes, but her main role is to maintain the operational side of the house. She believes and supports her husband to no end, and together they are doing some amazing things. This is only the beginning for them. Oh, and by the way, please listen to the very end. I added an outtake that will literally make you laugh out loud. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, hope you enjoy the show. This is Heritage Barbecue. All right, welcome to the I Crush Barbecue Show. I'm sitting here with Danny and Brenda Casillo of Heritage Barbecue. Hello hello I'm happy to be here with you Uh, you guys are some of the rock stars of Southern California (laughs) I mean I've been uh, scouring the Southern California area looking for good Texas barbecue and I'm happy to say uh, you know you guys are are one of the top ones I really enjoy your really enjoy your barbecue so I want to share the story of you guys with the rest of the world hopefully people can can hear about you guys and and see your progression because i know you have a lot of things kind of coming up right now so yeah let's go ahead and jump right in uh danny brenda uh where did you guys grow up is this uh, is california always been home yes
1: yeah uh, well i'll go first i was born in long beach um i grew up majority in orange county and um i met him when i was 15 um through high school through my um friends that were his cousins oh okay um, yeah so
2: anyway. yeah I, wow. I, yeah i grew up in santa ana and uh my mom moved us to, uh, well, to L.A., but all kinds of different places in L.A. We moved to, uh, we kind of started off like East Los Angeles area, yeah, uh, Montebello to, um, we kind of worked our way more east from that, so Montebello, Pico Rivera, to Whittier, yeah, and that's where I pretty much grew up in Uptown Whittier, Okay, Whittier High School.
0: Yeah, I, I travel through all those areas now, so I'm starting to get to know kind of some of the area. Did you guys grow up eating barbecue or uh,
2: I mean I grew up eating barbecue because uh, when I was in Whittier they had this place called Chris and Pitts barbecue yeah and uh, it's they had it was a chain uh, throughout parts of LA I think there was even one here in Orange county it's it's closed down uh, yeah we, even we used to go yeah there because uh-huh. it just kind of reminded me of you know what the kind of barbecue we grew one up in Anaheim, eating
1: too. That's yeah, not closed.
2: and then there was a really good one that was here in Orange County. Um, shit, I don't remember. It was called Loves. Remember, it was oh, right, it was yeah. right off of Harbor Boulevard, yeah. and they, I just remember they had kind of a they had a pit there, kind of like similar to what they had at uh, Salt at Salt Lake. Oh, okay, yeah, which was some that those
0: open fire yeah. pits. Yeah, it was an
2: open fire pit, and they had stuff hanging in there like sausages and, awesome. and stuff like that. I don't even know why that place closed, but it was an old school place, you know, red. Red cushion, you know, yeah, that sort of place. It's now a dirt lot. <laughs> it's a dirt lot, but it's still a dirt lot. Like the parking lot's still there. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's been built over it. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I used to be able to see the sign off the 22 freeway. Yeah, driving there, big old sign. So love you think sign.
0: you think that was maybe part of the inspiration, or, or what kind of brought you to start doing barbecue? I mean, barbecue? I've
2: always been into barbecue, but it was it was our style of, of barbecue. He's uh,
1: always cooked good. I uh, remember, you know, I. As far as growing up eating good, I didn't want to say I ate bad, but my family was never into elevated cooking. It was just, I was one of six kids, so we had to eat whatever we had, and that was it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I remember maybe because I was pregnant with our first, when he would cook. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! You know, he always and I would go in the refrigerator. I'm like, there's nothing to eat. Let's go out and he'd go in there and find all kind of stuff and whip it up. And I'm like, what? Where did this come that's, from? That's
2: uh, it's called growing up poor. Yeah, you know, you can make something out of whatever you have.
0: Well, you have some of. The, you're you're probably one of the most creative people that I've met. You do so many different cool things in your sides, and uh, you're always improving. Like, right. uh, I mean, I've eaten your food once, and then the second time mm-hmm. it was like, man, another level, right? Yeah. And it's almost like all the time you're improving. Not right. not that the first time was bad. It was, uh, heck, you sold out, and there was people waiting in line, and they were, they were pissed because they didn't get food. Right. But I'm like, how can you improve? And then all of a sudden, boom, you're better. And then those sides are just are just incredible, Yeah, the
2: sides are are something that I think uh, let me be really creative. Yeah. And I try to, you know, I would like to just have a menu and say, it's going to be these sides all the time, but Mm -hmm. that gets really boring for me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: He always likes to change and, you know, pick what's fresh for the season and all this stuff,
2: and
0: he's
1: always been that way. He's not he's will hyper focus into something yeah and then perfect it to his standards and then okay let's move on to the next thing
0: yeah you can definitely see that in the food so um so when did you get started into barbecue or uh, when when did that
2: bug hit you i mean i've always been i think probably pork ribs like just like i said our style of, of barbecue here in california los angeles orange county is kind of a Uh, more of a southern style barbecue that came here you know Mm -hmm. i mean there's a whole history behind that of i think we talked about that of uh african americans kind of coming up this way to get get out from the south because of all the racism right so we grew up with that kind of like in los angeles at one time i remember you know going there as a kid you could find barbecue spots on the corner but they weren't texas style barbecue spots they were more like you know, Memphis style or yeah. that sort of thing. And nothing
1: against that kind of food, but I was never one for it. Whenever you know yeah, we she always didn't. had food. well she doesn't and like
2: barbecue sauce. I,
1: I don't really yeah. care for it. I'm just not the person to mix sweet and, and savory together and when he would do that before I'd be like, Leave my leave my three yeah. or four ribs with no sauce. So, always. Yeah you
2: can imagine when we first went to Texas she was
1: I was in know, love. In, was <laughs> awesome, you
0: know. in heaven, huh? Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, um, did you have like a cooking background or did you, yeah.
2: uh, I mean, when I first went to school, I went to school to be a mechanic because uh-huh. I was really into old cars. I had a bunch of old Chevys, forties, fifties Chevys and stuff like that. And I thought that's what I, I really wanted we to
1: do. We were young. We, we, I, we've been together since I was 15 and we had our daughter when I was 17. So it was kind of like, get him to school he needs to find a career we need to make money young parents Mm -hmm. yeah that
2: was that was a struggle but um as far as as far as barbecue goes or cooking and just in general Mm -hmm. started off as barbecue before it was you know more into you know fine dining and stuff like that before before i got into you know really fancy food i guess you could say um it was always barbecue you know we uh we would uh, get these these smokers that people were throwing away. Sometimes like, I, would, I would even find one like on the side of the road, some offset that was you know rusting away that they were trying to you know pick up. Mm-hmm. You know I would just go get it, yeah, you know, pick it up and bring it home and kind of just clean it out, you know, and uh, and use it. But even if we were going to cook for you know during the week, we would just get some chickens or something mm-hmm. like that and you know rub them down and you know attempt to smoke more like it was, wasn't really a big gas person so mm-hmm. you know I would go buy like the big bags of uh mesquite from like the Mexican market oh
0: yeah you know <laughs> just
2: throw that in a barrel or something and you know cook chicken on it or whatever and then that would, that would be what we were going to eat for the week. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was like a every weekend thing for our friends and family. They would just come over and hang Whatever
2: out. Whatever was on sale. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Whatever was going bad at the market. Yeah. <laughs> the green tag special. So
0: you were doing, uh, were you doing um, offset smoking or were you doing like carne asada? Well, this
2: is before I actually knew how to use one. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really even know what the, f- the firebox on the side was for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes I would use the the. You know that the box just to uh, get some coals going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. And then I would just, uh, you know, shovel them from there into the the main barrel chamber. You know what I mean? So I could be cooking over direct heat, but still have the the you know get the smoke element from you can't
1: there. Imagine the eye-opening experience when he's like, "Oh, that's what yeah. that's for." <laughs> yeah,
2: and then we would uh, we would get chips or something like that, and you know soak them. That's you know we didn't we didn't really know what we were doing back then. We just wanted that smoke, so. You know, we would think that man look at all the smoke that's coming out of there that's the way you're supposed to do it yeah you know, it's gonna be really smoky well, was the
1: first smoke even <laughs> and it was that, that it was, was really smoky it was yeah. the r2d2 little thing at our old apartment yeah we had
2: this little apartment where we had one of those uh brinkman uh smokers and uh, i would just throw whatever in there you know a pork butt a brisket you know before yeah. i even knew how to cook a brisket mm-hmm. and uh just you know, smoke the hell out of it. You know what I mean. And I didn't even know what to do. I didn't know like if we were supposed to pull it off at a certain temperature or yeah. whatever. You know. And uh, what what years were were these? Oh man, that I was, mean, by the time that
1: that was like 2008. It was when Benjamin was born, so around then.
2: Yeah, that was 2008 when we started doing that. But yeah, but you know, before that, we were wherever we were living at the time too, because yeah. we were kind of just going place to place mm-hmm. and. You know, I'd, pr- I'd find a barbecue someplace and we would use it. Mm-hmm. But my grandfather used to do these killer steaks. Oh, yeah. um, he, he's kind of like, uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, definitely an inspiration. He would do these ribeyes. And my grandpa was, uh, you know, he came here from Mexico. And uh, I don't know, he had this thing where every Friday night he had to have like a ribeye steak. That was his thing. Nice. And, and uh, I mean, he's he was like the first mexicano that have a, a home like buy a home on his block in orange county in the city of westminster you know wow. all his neighbors were were white and everything and uh and uh so you know he's like a really proud man but i think it's it's crazy too because you don't see a lot of mexicanos actually well at least here mm-hmm. eating thick steaks like big ribeyes yeah you know our their idea of a steak is like really thin yep you know what I mean so yeah. like for him to have like those these killer steaks and he would he would want like the best ones like that was what he used to have and, and he would make really good uh, chile and beans and, and that was like every Friday night and uh, when Brenda was uh, pregnant she actually moved in with uh, with my grandparents so she got to have those steaks oh, every Friday oh man <laughs>
0: what a treat days, yeah. <laughs> yeah Brenda's like I remember those yeah days. but
2: that's what he used to do he used to use mesquite um, and in um, this little I don't I don't know if it was like a weber, it was some kind of little smoker that or he had mm-hmm. some kind of grill. It was, it was a grill it was in a smoker. Okay, and uh, yeah, it was really killer, but
0: so that that was some inspiration for you. When did uh, this whole Texas barbecue become a thing for you?
1: Uh, well, he's always, we've been steering that way. We just didn't know it. Right. You know, we graduated to it. Um, our first trip out to Texas, um, it, well, back up. Well, we'd had
2: an itinerary of places we were going to go to yeah. before that.
1: We had started up our own business um, catering um, years prior to that, um, doing whole pig roasting.
0: When was that? What was the kind um, of time frame? Um, like
2: Probably about three years ago.
1: Maybe a little bit more.
2: Maybe a little bit more. Yeah,
1: around there. I would say with fifteen or so. Yeah. Twenty
0: fifteen. Yeah,
1: or so. and um, it it was good. It was ex- actually our first time experimenting. That was with our daughter's party. Was she was it her sixteenth or before? 13th? Yeah, because
2: I used to do um I used to do uh, catering and I would do like Hawaiian barbecue. Mm-hmm. So we would do like huli huli chicken and then we would do um, oh we did a that for that particular one was it her sweet sixteen? yeah it, uh, we did a whole hog in the ground oh wow yeah, yeah. you know we did like a, a kalua style pig We're, so, and yeah. that
1: was like a oh shoot is this going to come out right and it came out perfect yeah, I, I, have,
2: I, have, I have pictures where you know how did she jump into that man, you know what I, I don't know man she uh I always it. wanted to do it and uh, I had some uh, a bunch of friends come over one day and I'm like, hey, we're gonna dig a hole and it's gonna be three feet three foot deep. <laughs>
1: and I'm coming home from work not knowing anything's <laughs> happening, and I come home and they're like ways deep in my backyard.
2: I'm like what yeah, is happening? Yeah, we we were renting this this house at the time and uh, we used to have oh, these man. huge, huge bonfires. Yeah. But now that I think of it before the Before the cooking, it was more of an obsession with burning stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because since I was a kid, I've always liked to burn stuff. Uh Firecrackers, anything, just whatever I could burn, like a little pyro
1: so that business um, we started it up and we're like this is this is ours we're gonna make it it never took off like we we had a few catering orders here we had some good ones yeah yeah it did good ones but it wasn't enough to it wasn't how it is right now right um so when we took a trip to texas danny's like that's it like this is what i can do i can do it i just need to spend more time you know dialing it in and he was instantly like a Firelander
2: but like well I didn't I didn't really didn't I really didn't say that hey I could do this because yeah. you know obviously there's a lot of
1: as a wife looking at my husband I saw it right right yeah, the switch turned on
2: yeah yeah she definitely will will know like when I'm thinking of something or like uh-huh. I think she told me like on the way home too I remember her telling me uh what, she was like you're just your mind's going like a million miles an hour isn't it and I'm like yeah. yeah I'm like I, I know what I want to do I saw do those now.
0: wheels turning yeah And and what was your background? I mean, what were Um, you at the
2: time? um, I don't remember where I was working at the time. Uh,
1: He had held a bunch of jobs uh, from the cars and uh,
2: uh, and you did some mechanic work. Working in different restaurants. Uh And he uh,
1: went to culinary. I school. went to
2: culinary school I, for a little bit. Uh, I was actually uh, doing pest control for yeah. a, a little bit of time. I mean, there's probably like you you name it. I've done it. Yeah. I was a I was a labor foreman, which I wasn't a good laborer, but I wound up <laughs> as a labor foreman. <laughs> Probably just because i could speak spanish somewhat he was a dj he was a dj for a long time hey joey
0: victorian was a dj also <laughs> yeah, yeah i used to, i, I had collected
2: a lot of well i still have a lot of uh, 45s but a lot of old rhythm and blues and yeah mm-hmm. rockabilly and mm-hmm. stuff like that and we used to travel all over the place um, mm-hmm. playing records
0: yeah so and you're and trying to find your way
2: yeah and Having then fun along the way <laughs> in, in the meantime every every weekend was a barbecue yeah yeah
0: what about you, Brenda? What was, what's your background?
1: Um, I just started working in and, and banking finance and I've just st- st- Okay. That at least, stayed in that. I've jumped around from job to job, depending on where we moved to, whatever. But right. I've always, and I'm still right now at a credit union. Okay. Um, but I've, I've always had the boring job.
0: <laughs> so the numbers, the numbers yeah. gal. Yeah. that's yeah. That's,
1: that's, that's was,
2: very important. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was the steady. Uh, the brains yeah,
0: behind she's, the operation. She's,
2: she's the, uh, she was the she uh, was the the steady yeah. income person, and uh-huh. I was the dreamer, always trying to uh-huh. you know figure out what I was going to do. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm one of those kind of people where. I'm kind of hard to be with, especially in the beginning, because I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do and uh, I was more of an artist, I guess you would say. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just kind of like all over the place. and. Yeah. You yeah. know.
1: And so. I think you've calmed down, but obviously with age, but even our daughter was like, Mom, like how did you know dad was the right person and all this stuff? I'm like, Well, let me tell you first of all, your dad wasn't your dad back then. <laughs> like it was a total that different a, person. I was a big knucklehead. <laughs> I think
2: a lot of people that get into cooking too, in the culinary world, a lot of those guys are kind of just knuckleheads. Well, to you trying have to, to be a risk their way. Taker.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you had that entrepreneurial mindset from way back then what what finally kind of clicked it to are you doing this full time now or yeah so
2: uh i was with whole foods market for uh, a little bit over seven years Uh, this barbecue thing that's going on with us now pushed me out of Mm -hmm. you know that job okay it's funny to say it's weird to say that but
1: it was his longest job he's ever had
2: Yeah. Ever Ever. held. Yeah. And what were you doing at Whole Foods? Um, So when I I got hired on first, we had a restaurant there. Well, we were about to launch a restaurant, so I Uh got hired on to write a menu and kind of oversee everything, and and, uh, basically I had free range to do whatever I wanted, so... It was me and um, one other uh, chef that's uh, actually, he just, I just brought him on. His name's Nick and this guy's worked in some of the top restaurants in Las Vegas. And he's a guy that, I, you know, that I really learned a lot of stuff from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and him and I were just kind of just at free range to just do whatever we want. So we would order whatever we want and be able to do like really creative stuff. And since I was really into Southern stuff and barbecue, and uh, he was more of the kind of fine dining style, that that kind of clicked with us there. So I would say, hey, we're gonna do uh, a porchetta, but we're gonna we're gonna do a, uh, we're gonna smoke a porchetta. And you know, obviously, we didn't have an offset smoker at work, but we had you know those Southern Pride smokers. So we would do you know like an Italian style porchetta and and put all like you know the herbs and tie them up and you know pork belly and all that and and wow. uh, smoke them. Yeah. And uh, and then do some crazy stuff like we would get bourbon and. You know, light it on fire and pour it uh, over the porchetta, or that we have like you know uh, brown sugar on it, and the sugar would catch fire and kind of caramelize on it. And Jeez. you know, we'd have these fun. beer dinners, and we would have um, different breweries from Orange County. You know, we would feature those breweries, pick them, and then you know, kind of feature their beers and and do pairings and infusions with those beers there. So, but it was always like Southern. I'm like, you know, hey, it's going to be Southern. Like, we're going to do a a Mardi Gras themed menu, pick a brewery and do all the sides and have, you know, some kind of main protein. Protein showcase.
1: And speaking of New Orleans, that's our that was our first um, trip to the South. And yeah, before before Texas, Texas uh, New Orleans was and we're just our
2: biggest about. inspiration. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that's a great city.
1: And the crazy story about that is we won free tickets, um, so we he as well as food. He's a good drink maker. Oh. Not a lot of people know that. He can make um, whiskey sour. i I used to do
2: all kinds of stuff. Like, you would, you would have thought I was a, a, a mixologist or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Seriously.
1: Know? And so one random night in our backyard at our old house, he had made me a whiskey sour, which I, I love whiskey, and put it on Instagram and whatever. This mob museum in Vegas, I posted a contest, you know, tag us in your homemade drink or something like that. So he had tagged himself, and he, want, he has the greatest luck uh, any anytime there's I always Whoa. want to buy a lot of tickets or lately, something lately yeah. better
2: luck. yeah
1: so he won and um, it was a free round trip ticket and a, a night status suite over there and we're like okay cool well we won one free ticket where do you want to go we're trying to figure yeah, out because
2: we couldn't really afford to go anywhere like we're like man we're gonna go on a trip you know
1: yeah. and then in the mail we got two tickets we thought it was only gonna be one so we're like score <laughs> um, so he's one that picked uh, New Orleans and I was like I'm down for whatever we're like yeah let's go have a good time and
2: not to do bourbon street or anything no. like that just to go eat the food and, and I had asked him like, yeah. why and get, why New Orleans and drink stuff and, oh well, and,
1: and he's like why not like the cuisine the drinks like you the know. the
2: cocktails were like my driving force behind
1: oh that was our New itinerary yeah
2: because I, I had won that trip so the mob museum you know it's a it's it's all about the mafia the, the american mafia yeah and uh so i you know i get these weird obsessions of the mob and
1: and we weren't gonna waste our growing tickets. up watching
2: the godfather yeah. and yeah all that stuff you know
1: we weren't gonna waste our tickets driving to vegas it's like a three four hour drive from here so that's why we flew over there but we just fell in love with the south from i mean we've always liked it but right. being there is a whole different thing
2: yeah the like culture because i was really into the craft cocktails too so yeah. i would tell her I'm like, hey, let's go to this because New Orleans, you can go to the places where things were invented. Yeah. Like, you you know, you can go to uh, Brennan's and and have the, you know, Bananas Foster or or go to the Roosevelt and have a Sazerac. Like those places are still there. (laughs) So I I had an itinerary. I said, okay, we're going to go here and and try what was invented in these places you know and yeah it's awesome like mm-hmm. authentic you know you
0: like researching stuff oh, i like oh, yeah. Yes.
2: yeah i'll dive right into something for
0: sure so and then so the texas barbecue came in
2: yeah so actually I, that's that's kind of uh you know how ignorant that uh, that i was because when we went to new orleans uh you know obviously it's all about you know seafood and, and creole key, uh, cajun cuisine but uh, i was looking for barbecue places there oh okay i'm like hey we're in the south there's there's got to be a barbecue place around here. Nope. <laughs> Didn't find anything.
1: The closest thing
2: was fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find any barbecue.
0: And then your first trip to Texas, is that whenever you, like, really discovered Texas yeah, barbecue? so or?
2: I had been researching about barbecue just because... I was actually writing a menu for the whole uh, pig roasting thing, and oh, I had okay. this caja uh, china, and, uh, and I was looking at different styles that I could do. So I started to look at, um, okay, well, maybe I'll, do, you know, Hawaiian-style barbecue. So I started researching that, and then I was like, okay, well, definitely want to do a New Orleans style, like couchon de mhm, which is like a, it's like a suckling pig that they do. and they. They cook it uh, really low for like a long time and roast it. It's kind of like a French Cajun Creole style of, of doing whole hog. Yep. And so then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to look at different ways to do barbecue. So I started researching American barbecue. And I, I, I got really obsessed with just like seeing, you know, the, started reading about like Louis Miller barbecue and mm-hmm. uh, Black's barbecue and all these places and started seeing pictures of that stuff. and and uh, reading about the history of some of these, you know, old school places, and I just got really obsessed with it, and I said, man, I really wanna go see it. I started seeing the pictures of, uh, like, Kreitz and, you know, then you see the old brick pits and, you know, the the fire that's just burning yeah. inside and, and seeing the flames shooting and, you know, sideways into the, to the main chamber and I was thinking, man, this is just crazy. Like, how is that even happening? You know,
1: crazy part about our first trip over there, too. And we just went for a good time. We weren't going there for looking to what business we're going to. We just went uh, our friend from here moved out there. Mm Okay. And
2: my aunt, too.
1: Yes. So we were like, we're going to visit friends, family, drink, eat, just have a good time. And we bought our tickets months before. And then we found our place here. Our, Our escrow closed in like 20 days, like super fast. We moved in packed our bag and we left on a plane two days later like we we, we basically dumped our stuff in the house and we're on a plane to texas because it just all happened it was just a crazy like most of our life
0: yeah
2: (laughs) yeah so so you had you had researched were you gonna go try a few places what was on your list at that time um i mean obviously the biggest one that came up was franklin barbecue yeah um just because at that time they were just up yeah they were blowing up and we were hearing about franklin back here you know what uh, was
0: what TV. was the time frame on that now so
2: i don't know maybe like what four years ago five years ago or something like yeah it was probably it's probably like when at 2016 like the peak okay of yeah. of his fame that it made its way down here mm-hmm. you know but uh so, you had Franklin, you had was Louis. We did the
1: whole event at Franklin's. We went and got there super early in the morning. And oh, his,
2: we went to uh, you know, where I really wanted to go was the Salt Lake, too. Oh yeah,
1: we went to Salt Lake the, the first night we were there. Yeah,
2: actually, the guy, the first night we got off the plane, we went to the Salt Lake. Uh-huh. Nice. My yeah, friend drove us to uh, Dripping Springs, and I think it was like a Thursday yeah. or something.
1: Yeah, shout out to Anthony. <laughs> yeah,
2: Anthony, Anthony Manley.
1: Um, yeah, and then we went to Franklin's. He had his baby with us, and um, he, his little trooper stood in line with us the whole time, and I think we, yeah, got, we
2: waited like six hours we that time. yeah we got there late <laughs> you guys got, pick up a few cold beers oh we, we got man <laughs> more than a few cold ones man I didn't even know different it's, times. it's it's strange because you know when you go in line there and I start seeing people drinking beer and I'm like damn I want a beer <laughs> and so I started asking people hey where'd you get the beer they're like oh you can get them inside I'm like but you could drink them out here on the on the sidewalk they're like oh, I guess <laughs> yeah. and I'm like all right so I walked inside and, and uh grabbed a bucket full of Texas IPAs and,
1: uh-huh. and, and, then, uh, and, then went back and grabbed like seven more. <laughs> damn. I just,
2: you know, cause I, when I start, it's hard for me to stop sometimes. So, yeah. you know, it's just, yeah, by the time that we got to the front of the line I was pretty drunk, to be honest yeah. with you.
0: <laughs> you know, that's one thing in Texas is you're gonna wait in line for good barbecue. Oh, for man. sure. You yeah, know? and even
2: us, we were we didn't even know what to expect. And no. you know, I, if it wasn't for the beer, I probably would have been pretty impatient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I was having a good time. We were talking to people online. We met some dudes that were from South Carolina and made good friends with them and we were
0: they, that, they started
2: buying us cool. beers yeah. and
1: they're two like two or three guys. One of they, them was a
2: uh, he was a barbecue judge. Yeah, KCBS barbecue they judge. They meet in out Carolina. there every
1: once in a while. They're, they're yeah. guy friends. And it's just oh yeah, like, they
2: uh they they uh one guy moved to to, to South Carolina and the other guys still live there in Austin and they're old buddies that um, meet
1: up there every meet once up in there a
2: while. every couple months just to have barbecue and Which not just awesome. at Franklins yeah. at you know different barbecue places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds fun. I
0: I do that quite a bit myself. <laughs> I, I love doing that. So you said uh, you started uh, or you worked at uh, Whole Foods for seven years. Seven years. And then decided to. What, when was that that you finally decided um, to recently.
2: make this full time? Yeah, I, just, I started getting really frustrated on. Uh...
1: Let's back up when we came back from Texas that first time. We had our first novice pop up here.
2: Okay. Yeah. Here
1: and we didn't know what we're doing, um, but we sold out in like an hour and a half. We had. The, your little baby smoker mm-hmm. that he stood up all night cooking on he was delirious, thought he saw alien lights, like he was <laughs> <laughs> But it was good. Everybody that yeah, came, you know, complimented it and we had strangers that we didn't even how did you find out about us and the friend of a friend? Yeah, and, that
2: was that was interesting.
1: Yeah. So after that we're like, okay, like let's do it. We saved up money and bought the next bigger one and um, because of our good relationship with our friends and brewers that he's spent a lot of time you know making and um i gave him a lot of hard time with spending our a lot money of drinking <laughs> that's
2: yeah that's what she means to say a lot, <laughs> yeah. of, a lot of drinking at breweries you know and a lot research of research and development <laughs> there you go a lot see of but those, it's yeah. it's true because a lot I, of
1: those people are good friends now
2: yeah. yeah it's true because like those connections i made a lot of people tell me they go hey man uh like one of the biggest questions i'll get on instagram is uh a lot of people they they when they jump into this they think that that they're just going to start getting all these followers right away. And then it's just going to like, you know, set them over the top. And the thing about it is, is these relationships that you build with people, you know, because what we're doing here in Orange County, the laws are kind of different than they are in Los Angeles. And some of these guys, you know, they'll take chances by having us at these breweries. Mm -hmm. And uh, And they're only
1: doing that because they're our friends, even though,
2: even though we're 100% legit, the laws are really wishy washy in, in Orange County. And so, you know, I get a lot of questions. People ask me, they're like, hey, "How do you get in here?" And 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 how do I start doing pop-ups at breweries? And I, I'm, you know, the first thing I say is, "Go drink a beer." Yeah. Go drink a beer. Start talking to people. You know, these are these are relationships that we've made over years. Yeah. You know, with people, we don't we didn't just walk in there to somebody we we don't know and say, "Hey, uh, we do barbecue. Can we do a pop-up here?" Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess
0: I guess the perception is sometimes is that oh man all these california guys are doing pop-ups at breweries yeah. it must be easy but uh yeah no it's it, not least, yeah
1: we've we've pretty much invested in these breweries without them knowing yeah or maybe they do yeah know, i probably you know. would
2: sink like <laughs> one third of my paycheck into these breweries and
1: it's all <laughs> you know all good fun and over the years and he had this vest that he would collect all these pins oh, from yeah. all the different breweries yeah and yeah. that's how a lot of people knew him and he's just an out. we used to go to guy. craft
2: beer festivals and uh-huh. in orange county and just going to different breweries all the time and
1: and then, um, so after we got the first bigger smoker, which which we now have sold because it was too small, um, okay. we, we started. Last only a few months. Yeah, one pop up a month, and then er- every other weekend, and um, just you know, just spinning our wheels, just doing okay. We're doing it. We're doing it. And. It was towards the holidays of this last year where I was just seeing him more and more frustrated. And I'm like, what's the matter? Like, are you not loving this? And he's like, oh, I love it, it's just um, my job. And yeah. I'm like, well, if it's hurting you more than helping you, then leave it, you know? Yeah. Like, invest more time into your craft and something. You, I'd rather see my husband happy, you know, pursuing his dreams, and I and I always told him that too. Like, I, we, I want to give him the life where I, I don't want myself or our family holding him back like pursue your dreams
2: yeah let, let she's awesome she's a very uh selfless uh woman and she's she's always put my needs you yeah know, above hers all the time which is you know amazing
0: yeah I mean that's great when you believe in each other and you support each other i mean i've uh i listened to a lot of podcasts and the reason i started this myself you know i love wow. hearing the stories and and a lot of times you hear about the better half right you know right. the the wife or, or or the husband whatever it may be and and they're always supporting each other and always always a good recipe for success
1: we've we've gone through you know you name it we've gone through it but for sure like you know they say happy wife happy life and all that stuff but like, i'm not the spoiled wife like seriously give me a oil change and i'm i'm golden like, yeah you know I, i'm fix, a, minimalist. Fix a,
2: pull a- a nail out of her tire or something. <laughs> like that,
1: right? And you know he does get stuff for me. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm not. I'm not that way. I'm, right. I'm, I'm hard worker and I don't, you know, complain and.
2: Yeah, we. Uh, if we're gonna sink money into stuff, it's not like you know. Well. I like the nice clothes, but oh, he
1: does. He for um, sure has nicer clothes than I do. <laughs> but
2: but we'll go out to go eat at a really nice restaurant, yeah. or you know, go have good cocktails, or or do something like that. Like food is where we're gonna spend most of our money sure. on. Yeah, yeah. That's that's we're, we're big. that's yeah. how we have a good time. We yeah. like to go to good restaurants. That's um, what we do. Yeah. so
1: yeah and so i was basically encouraging him like just as i have the steady job and you know i hold the insurance and all that stuff i'm like what does it matter like your your pay because first he was full-time there and then he went to part-time and then part-time he was still getting away of all the meetings he wanted to hold and you know going to I have guys
2: that would that would want to have a meeting with me from a brewery you know and it's like on a tuesday at like 10 Mm -hmm. Mm o'clock and you know i'm like i can't i'm got to work and
1: you had to go pick up the food or... Go pick up meat or, yeah,
2: you know, start prepping. And it, just, it just got in the way. It, my job, my main job got in the way of doing uh-huh. what we were doing and, then our, and what I really wanted to do. The yeah. last
1: straw was our last trip to Texas. Um, they, I think they declined his vacation. We still went. So he's like, you know what, let's just do it right and he put in his notice and left because it's just it was doing more hurt than good yeah because you know they have a business to run too they need their staff but you know he needed to to spend time here
0: yeah plus
2: the income of doing the barbecue was out oh yeah outweighing for sure my income from my job Yeah. yeah So. so it had it had run its court yeah. course at that time. Yeah. I think without
0: you know without you knowing, it was preparing you for this because right. it gave you a lot of those contacts with the breweries. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. And then it, it gave you that free reign to practice on all of these different creative things that you were cooking you know Uh it definitely shows in your food now thank you so you said you sold you you've gone through at this point several pits Mm -hmm. what are you cooking on now so uh,
2: yeah I have this it's a 550 gallon actually so 556 to be exact and uh, so I actually have about a foot more uh, cooking area than uh, a regular 500 which is cool because that means I could put more meat on it you know this one was built by uh, a friend of mine named Joey uh, Cardenas, and he's from Cyprus. And that's kind of a cool story too, because um, I was looking on uh, I was looking on Craigslist to try to find uh, smokers, and I didn't even really know that I was gonna go with a, you know, with with an offset. I guess you would say, you know, Franklin style or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, you know. yeah. You know, uh-huh. There's a debate on those in Texas. It's a, tr- it's a traditional offset. A traditional yeah, yeah, offset yeah. smoker and uh, I actually found one there was one on there and it looked you know had the cool patina on it it looked yeah. like a mini version of this it was a 177 gallon pit or 188 I don't remember what it was
0: we're actually sitting right next to your current pit. yeah we're. Yeah, I, have
2: a, I actually have a cook uh, that I'm doing right now for tomorrow for a pop-up um, but yeah it had a you know it was a really cool looking pit and uh, I was like okay I can work with that and you know uh so i had hit the guy up on on offer up and um he had shot me like one message back and and you know saying yeah let's meet up and so i wrote him back again and you know you could kind of see if somebody looked at the message and he wasn't looking And i think i shot him like like over 10 messages like hey man i got the money in hand you know i'm ready you know i'm not bullshitting you or anything and still nothing and so i had put a post up on uh on uh, instagram if, if anybody knew uh any metal fabricators or people that built smokers, I had a uh, another good friend of mine that uh, lived in the Inland Empire. He tagged me on Joey's uh, Instagram page and said, "Hey, you got to check out uh, my friend, and he he builds smokers." So am I cool? And I went on this page, and one of the first pers- uh, one of the first pictures I seen was of that same smoker. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, this is the dude. This is so weird, you know. Circled
1: <laughs> back right to the same person.
2: Yeah. and So uh, so then I wrote him right away. I was like, hey, dude, I was talking to you about this about this pit. Like, I got the money. Let's make this happen. And he's like, man, he's like, oh, I sold that already, you know.
0: Oh, but, man.
2: Uh, he said, he's, I'll build you another one, yeah. you know. And uh, so I was going to buy one about the same size. And he talked me into getting a 250. And uh, so he built the 250, it took a couple months to build the 250. And uh, yeah, I worked on that for a few months after that. And then the lines just started forming and...
1: I think it was during that time where we discovered that there were other people in California doing what we were trying to do. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. So...
1: We didn't didn't know. Yeah, Yeah. we didn't
2: even know. Uh, Yeah, the more that I started researching And I don't even know across, you know, I came across uh, Trudy's or uh, Burt's. That was like the first uh, underground barbecue that I I came up across. And then um, after that was, uh, was Andrew and Michelle with Moosecraft. Yeah, so when I got into this, I didn't even know that it was happening. And then I found out that there was a local guy, which was Alex, who we work together with now. And he's just up the street. And oh, he, the offset, the yeah. The offset barbecue. Yeah. You know, Andrew and him had his, uh smokers built by Fat Stack in Los Angeles. And so, yeah, it was just, it's a trip. So I'm like, wow, there's a little bit of a little barbecue community, community oh, going yeah. on. And we
1: had no clue. <laughs> already,
2: and you know, so we started going to go into two pop-ups and, and trying, uh, trying barbecue and uh, yeah, I think our first one uh, we went to actually in L.A. was uh, it was at uh, brewery in Montebello yeah. where Moosecraft actually got shut down. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's whenever the health inspectors. Yeah, that, came that in. was yeah. our
2: first one. And we, they, we got to see the whole thing happen. Oh, we that's felt so horrible, horrible yeah. for them. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. Yeah.
0: we were also hungry,
1: too. So we we're sad for our stomachs. Yeah, <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. I was trying to find out where it was. Like yeah. there was like whispers of like it was going to be relocated. was going to be relocated. And we we're like, where is it at? Yeah. Where is it at? Which
0: Which I don't know if you should
1: put that in this. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's fine. I yeah. think that's all public knowledge. Yeah, yeah,
2: it is all public knowledge. But, yeah.
1: but they were super nice. And then I was picking in Michelle's brain, even though she was. I'm sure, stressed out, you know, yeah. after all Oh, of yeah, that. you
2: could see it in, in both of their eyes.
1: But, you know, they had their customer service on, and I was asking her, is this really worth it, you know, wife to wife, and she just kind of smiled, you know, and I, I understood what she was saying, and um, so we just, were like, oh, hey, cool, you know, like, it works, and we already knee-deep into it, so it just, it was good for my sanity, I guess, to know, like, people are doing it, and it, yeah. and it works, so, you know, because I, I trust my husband of course but everything's a chance and I'm the saver he's the spender so right. it it was re- re- very reassuring to me and I'm like, okay well you know other people can do it maybe we can too
0: Yeah and it gives you that peace of mind still mm-hmm. of um, hey there's other people like us out there yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah So now you're in it you're uh, you're selling out I've been to a couple of your events and there's so much energy there you choose some really cool breweries as well Yeah uh, and you incorporate a lot of a lot of their uh, their beer talk to us a little bit about that and kind of yeah. some of that
2: so um you know being a beer drinker yeah. <laughs> beer connoisseur yeah uh, i like good beer and uh, like I, I was talking about earlier about whole foods and we used to do the beer dinners uh, you know i thought to myself instead of being just uh, you know i was seeing what everybody else was doing you know i just i kind of had a bug just to kind of bring a little bit more of a of a I don't want to say fine dining, but kind of a little bit more of a culinary twist on on mm-hmm. the whole thing, and and making it like a fun thing. And I didn't want to do, I didn't want uh, to be like a food truck, you know, or 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 a pop up where you just you know stood there and you sold food. I wanted to make an event out of it. So when we do pop ups at breweries, we will uh, we won't work with a brewery unless they make an event uh, on it. And two reasons for that, um, one being that. Uh, the uh, exposure that we get from Mm -hmm. the the promoting that the brewery does you know when we first started at some of the smaller breweries in orange county where they would have three to four thousand followers or something like that and then they they would post the pictures of our barbecue and and i think some of the first ones that we did uh was just pictures of our stuff that we did in in our backyard Mm -hmm. and you know then we'd get followers from that and then uh you know as the word kind of spread uh and we started working with bigger breweries uh you know i said okay well this is that's what we're going to do for now on um, we're just going to how and i'm just trying to figure out a way how how can i uh, uh, get the breweries on board with wanting to promote us mm-hmm. so what i came up with was you know incorporating the breweries beers into the menu not just doing beer pairings like hey you know this uh Kohl's or this pilsner will go great with the beef ribs or mm-hmm. something like that like i wanted to cook with it Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I knew that, you know, in Texas already, that, you know, they do their borracho beans and, and stuff like that. And I think that was, like, one of our first things that we decided to do. I'm like, hey, we, we could put beer in the beans. Let's put beer in the beans. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, well, our
1: first twist was adding um, bolillo bread instead of the, the sliced bread. Oh, man, yeah. that, yeah. that,
2: that
0: bolillo bread is, yeah. is that's, awesome. That's yeah.
2: definitely... Uh, if you see... Uh, y- every time at Heritage Barbecue, you we, won't, we don't do white slices of bread. Uh-uh. Um, the Bolio thing was something that um, I think Brenda came up with. I
0: She's did. She's like, I, I need yeah. to talk to you afterwards because my wife is like, you need to find out where they get this little Bolio. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is
2: so well, good. we'll tell you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, that was her idea actually. Because
1: I was like, I'm all for it, but let's put our twist on it. Yeah. Like, you know, we're in the mecca of where we can get that good stuff. You know, Anaheim is right next door. Yeah. And, you know, why not?
2: Plus, it just, it just fits us better because, yeah. you know, we, you know, that's what we eat here. Like, yes. yeah. we don't need a lot of sliced bread no. here in in this part of, of Southern California. It's, you know, you go to the Mexican market, they have, you know, tons of fresh bolillos mm-hmm. that they're bringing out constantly. Like, oh, yeah. just dumping them. Yeah. Boom, you know. And I'm sure it.
1: people do eat it, but our house, we don't. Yeah. So, we just want to stay true we to grew us, up, we too. We grew up
2: eating them, so, you know, if you see uh, bolillos on a platter, uh, that that's coming from uh, the heritage barbecue influence yeah yeah
0: no that's you know it, it's funny because um, you know in Texas right now the big boom is Texas you know Tex-Mex Ex- yeah. Tex-Mex barbecue yep. and you're seeing a lot of these fresh tortillas oh, it's, man, man it's amazing well, the know, dinas, the Valentina's yeah, my favorite.
2: that's like Flores. Valentina's is, is got to be our, our favorite barbecue place to go to in Texas it's like the first place that we want to stop at especially if For it's early enough Yeah, <laughs> you know and then the other day I was there and I, 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 I thought it was earlier than it was and we stopped in and, and i said i want the real deal and they're like oh we only do that for breakfast and i looked at looked at my uh at, like i had a watch on right now <laughs> looked at my phone and it was it was after 11 already so i'm like damn well what am i gonna get i'm like okay well i'm gonna get something i never had before so i got the uh the fajitas. Yeah. Oh my God. Those are good, dude. Those are so killer. And
0: I don't think that guy, I don't think they do anything bad there. Right? Everything is
2: so good. Yeah, Miguel came out and uh, he sat down and he talked with us for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, he's they're, such a cool guy. Yeah. Man. He's
0: such a cool guy. Really cool guy. They're, they're, yeah, I've been following them for a long time. I actually have, um, have pictures of me eating when they were on six, like West Sixth Street, oh, wow. in a little behind a bar, the Star Bar. There, wow. like this thing is like 2014 or 13, okay. I think. So yeah, man, I've been following them for a long time, but yeah, that Tex-Mex thing is is really booming right now. Uh-huh. And it's really cool. You're at, you're adding a little bit, you know, out here in California, the little bolillo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's something that I haven't I seen mean, before. And it's mm-hmm. awesome. It works awesome. Yeah. I
2: mean, even, you know, outside of us knowing really what Tex-Mex was, I mean here, like if you go to the, the Mexican market, you know, you get a style of barbecue for California outside of the African-American influence. For Mexican barbecue here is like carne asada, you know, and then you get your tortillas. Uh, mo- not, not more. And notice in Texas, it's more like flour tortillas, more corn tortillas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you know, torta. So you get your bolillos. Yep. Um, but uh, and like avocado because we're, yeah. Cal- we're in California, oh, so you yeah, get avocado, yeah. right? And um, so those are things that we're gonna s- slowly start incorporating into the menu, but not from the Tex-Mex influence. It's more from our california southern california yeah. influence of you and, know like
1: and the seasons like like and the, i said and earlier.
2: seasonal yeah.
0: too so, so your own cali Mex. yeah we're Sorry. gonna start
2: doing um we're gonna start doing like you can order a uh, a whole avocado or half of an avocado with all your with your menu yeah mm-hmm. man that'd be
0: awesome because mm-hmm. i took that little bolillo and i stuffed it yeah. with some pulled pork mm-hmm. and i put a little beans on it
2: yeah and yeah man, yeah. Man, yeah and, then, so and we don't charge for that yeah bread, no. yeah we we don't charge for the the bread mm-hmm. we don't charge for any of the pickles Mm-mm. and the pic- pickles are all scratch yeah and um pickles, and with the the onions, our sauces and we do yeah. three different types of sauces we'll and don't charge for any th- of those that. are, that's all free so and, and so so for folks that
0: don't know what a bolillo bread is uh can you kind of explain it
2: so yeah so actually it's a it's french bread mm-hmm. and there's a long history on that of the the french in mexico but um yeah, that's...
1: <laughs> you asked the wrong but good yeah, person. Yeah, don't, don't ask me about
2: the, the French influence in Mexico. My I mean, answer would be there's one books, sentence. There's books written on that. Yeah. So uh, a lot of things, you know, they're all... It's a lot of immigrants. People immigrated to Mexico just like they did to the United States. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's how we eat. There's cheeses and, and creams and, right. and suizas and, like, all that stuff. It all comes from European influences yeah. to Mexico.
0: So the, the outside is a little... It's a little bit... Um, it's,
2: yeah.
1: it's like a mini individual loaf.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a, a mini. Uh, yeah, soft French on the bread. inside, yeah, and really you soft and kind of crusty on the outside. Kind of crusty outside. on the outside, mm-hmm. yeah, so good. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: well, cool, man. I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to hear about these new things that are going to be coming out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm going to definitely keep going and keep, keep track of it. So, um, so where are we going next? I mean, what, what's, what's
2: next so, for heritage? Uh, well, we have. Our Calendars
1: booked up cal- through April, May. Yeah, we're booked April, for the next May. few months.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We're booking for May right now, but we have some really cool pop-ups coming up. We're doing um, uh, Mardi Gras coming up, and nice. like I said, we're big, we're really big uh, New Orleans fans. So we're gonna have uh, a bunch of uh, Mardi Gras or Cajun Creole-influenced sides. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dirty rice and stuff like that. And
1: St. Patrick's Day. Uh,
2: yeah, St. Patrick's Day. We have another pop-up mm-hmm. at uh, Green Cheek Brewery in the City of Orange. And then we're going to be, you know, have a bunch of Irish sides and mm-hmm
0: i see green beers in my future yeah, maybe i don't know if evan
2: would do something like that but he's he's kind of he's kind of crazy so he might do something like I that. i told
1: daniel well let's do cream mac and cheese he's like no yeah, I, told her, I told her we're not
2: doing anything green yeah on the menu um unless there's like some kind of kale dish on the side or something yeah you know but uh yeah we uh i'm actually we're we're really in the middle of trying to figure out where we want to take this yeah um we have a lot of opportunities we we want to do this on our own um we've been approached multiple times by investors mm-hmm. and i some people tell me you know some people are kind of pushing me towards that that's they say, the way to say hey, hey that's the way to go right. that's the way to go but you know everything that we've Anderson, done we're not
1: right?
2: we're mm-hmm. not in any debt
1: mm-hmm.
2: with this business mm-hmm. um everything that we've done we've paid for
1: yeah in it's cash profit
2: you know that's the route that i want i want to try to build this thing truly from the ground up yeah you know, without having help besides all the good people and that are
1: that's been one of showing our, mod- up. our mottos for life like if it's meant to be it will right. happen you know
2: i was actually going to say that earlier that is our that is our motto for that everything. we learned to live by yeah. was you know um Cause you know c- if you keep pushing to something and, and it just keeps it. pushing yep. back you, then yeah. it's probably not the right thing to do, and you could force it to happen, mm-hmm.
1: and it'll happen, and
2: it'll happen, but but it's not right. It'll tank. Yeah. We, these are just life lessons that we've learned.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. So, you know, if it if the door opens, you know, I'll walk through it.
1: Yeah, I'll look inside first. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look yeah. around. He'll he'll run through it.
2: <laughs> uh, but uh, we had a lot of breweries approach us, and like with the laws that are changing right yeah. now, uh-huh. that that'll be the biggest thing. Um. Where I, where I see it going is probably a food trailer there's a couple new breweries that are popping up where they're you know they really want to have food there Mm -hmm. um and they're talking about they're they're building these containers now too where they'll build like a fully functional kitchen in a container and drop it off at you know a location and there's your kitchen without having to do a build out i think you've
1: probably seen them on rainy street oh yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah
2: yeah, stuff like that, and uh, but, you know, that's something that you really can't move, so then I was, you know, after going to Brett's, working at Brett's for uh, that week, and seeing how that they were working out of the trailer, and a lot of people do, mm-hmm. in Texas, to start off, kind of give me that inspiration, because you don't, you see a lot of food trucks here, mm-hmm. but you don't see a lot of food trailers, mm-hmm. and they're expensive, but they're not like, you know, it's not like, you know, way out there, they're, you could you could do it if you really wanted to yeah. do it, mm-hmm. you know, you could save some money, and... and finance a little bit if you need to um we're something that's just like turnkey Mm -hmm. yeah you
0: know you you mentioned brett so that's something we didn't touch on tell us a little bit about that experience and kind of how that went
2: um yeah so not my last trip but the trip before last we uh we went on a crawl Mm -hmm. and uh we had went to snows in the morning i went with yoni and um, met up with a bunch of family i have family in fort worth that drove all the way down Mm -hmm. to lexington Mm-hmm. and uh, a good friend of mine that was living in, where was Anthony living at the time? Kyle. Kyle, mm-hmm. which is like little south of Austin. You, yep. you know that. Yep. Yeah. Um, they met us for Snows in the morning, and we had we had a, said <laughs> said dinner? We had a
1: Well, at that time, breakfast. He, had, he had moved north, but um, yeah. they had drove down.
2: Uh, so, yeah, we had uh, breakfast at Snows, I guess, yep. and uh, then uh, I wanted to go to uh, Louis Miller, mm-hmm. And I had been following uh, Brett's uh, barbecue um, for a while on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And when I seen that he was opening up a, a brick and mortar, I, I wanted to go check it out. I don't, I don't even really don't even remember how I stumbled across his uh, his Instagram, but it's just like one of those things though, like
1: Natural. things just
2: happen, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I can't really explain, you know, can't really explain it, but um, so, you know, I I made it a point. I was like, hey, we're going to stop here Mm -hmm. on our way to to Louie Miller. And uh, we stopped there and people are like, man, are you going to eat barbecue again? We just ate so much barbecue. I'm like, yeah, let's just stop there. And uh, and so we stopped there and I got to meet uh, Fernando. Uh, I got to meet uh, Rossler. Oh, yeah. yeah, Your buddy, you know, yeah, 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 Steve, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, the whole crew and uh, Brett at the time was working inside the trailer, uh, cutting, you know, I just kind of peeked my head in there and I said, Hey, my name is Daniel looking forward to trying your barbecue. And, you know, um, you know, I've been following you for a while and, you know, he's like, Hey, nice to meet you. (laughs) You know? And, uh, so anyway, I could talk with him for a little bit, but I really talked uh, more with uh, Fernando and Steven, and yeah. and I, I told these guys, man, I really would like to come back here, and he said, well, you know, talk to Brett and see what he says, and and uh, so
1: on, I... On the, like, in the car, not even leaving Texas, he's like, I'm going to come back and work out here with them for, I'm like, yeah, okay, you, and, yeah, him <laughs> and his hundred ideas, yeah. you know, and, but it, it happens. On our way to yeah. Louie
2: Miller to yeah. take down a beef rib, <laughs> I was already thinking of that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Brett's a good buddy of mine. He's he's one of my best friends and we worked together at uh, at Dell for a while, so yeah. It was it was fun for me to watch you there and yeah. <laughs> you know, and put put two of my buddies together and you know, you came back and and you were excited and pumped up and yeah. that that pop-up that you had that that next time when you came back was incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Man, you could just see the passion in this, you know, in in heritage barbecue man, you guys uh the line was huge it's at a brewery so you can drink beer while mm-hmm. you wait
2: that's a plus yeah that's a plus
0: mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that was
2: a be- that's a beautiful brewery too mm-hmm. it was oh, right yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually going to be there uh every last sunday of the month now that
0: yeah. was tarot
2: or yeah brewery, brewery
0: tarot okay yeah. yeah they actually
2: have two locations um but that's the, the other one's off the 57 uh and that's what's placentia? Seat is it? placentia so yeah, they have two locations, but they're they're huge. They're they're the biggest uh, known brewery in Orange County. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so actually, it was kind of funny because I was building my way up, and when I had a, it was a, another gentleman approached me. He's like, hey, I know people that work there, and you know, Brenda and I had went there, you know, multiple times, but they're they're a bigger brewery. Yeah. So to be able to talk to people there. You can't just like you know walk in and say and and see the brewery right there. Yeah, It's just just not like one of the smaller ones, so Mm -hmm. I had to go through the proper channels to be able to you know talk with them. And luckily, some of the people that worked there actually had came to some of our other pop ups. Oh great! So when I had approached them, Mm -hmm. they were like, "Hell yeah, that's awesome. Let's do it." Yeah. Yeah.
1: And nothing against the smaller breweries we've been at because they've been wonderful for us to work our way up. Mm -hmm. But our our lines like i know yeah we that's need the facility to, and, and as the summer comes yeah. you know it's going to be hot again yeah. and so bigger breweries are more in our future just to house us you know and house our customers because yeah waiting in line sucks like mm-hmm. we know that but waiting in line in the sun and you can't drink beer mm-hmm. outside that sucks even more yeah so. yeah
2: so it's 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 not it's not because we we don't want to do those other breweries anymore it's just because going forward our our guests Mm-hmm. They, you know, we owe it to them to yeah. be able to yeah. to have the space to accommodate them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not it be like a shit show when they show up and there's just like nowhere no. to, to stand or, or, sit. or sit or anything like that. Like there, there has to be able to have, a, you know, tables for them to eat. Yeah. Right. So
1: right. we'd look at all of that stuff when we're booking our future events. And yeah, like we we want to hold stuff as as you know, my husband's very picky where yeah. we eat. Where we everything, and so we try to hold our events as if we were going to it. Like, what would we like? You right, know? And, right, And if it, if it's not to our standards, I can't tell you how many times we walked into some place and he's got to sit up and said, "Let's go, we're leaving." Yeah, because you know it's in. You know, the, the last time we went up the street to one of these food chain places, we all yeah. Sat down. We we
2: never eat at, at chain restaurants, and we, mm-hmm. it was a we random
1: did. week night, and we're like, let's just take out the kids, and we sat down, and even I think I was the one that that time that said, let's go. It was like it was like Chuck E. Cheese.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, it was just it was horrible. Yeah,
0: I've I've been to some pop ups where you can't you can't find a seat, so you just I've seen people eat in the back of their cars. You yeah, know? and like, then, you are like that's
2: like the only complaint that we get. Yeah, it's the only complaint yeah. that we get is. <laughs> is that uh the weight of the line or um people cutting in line yeah. that's like the biggest thing yeah. and, and they'll give us you know a negative review on something like for how,
1: how come you guys not let because of the food yeah you know? yeah
2: yeah they, 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 yeah they'll they'll say well you guys let people cut in line i'm like, like we're managing so many different yeah. like we can't people. keep track of the
1: line yeah. like i we don't know and there are people like if a wife is pregnant, she's not gonna wait in line, the husband will come and she'll walk up after. Like that that kind of stuff we have no control yeah, over. We yeah. just we can't. Like everyone's adults and you know we're just going out to have a good time and we encourage you know people to talk to people in front of you talk to people in the back of you because we learned that that's, yeah
2: that's what we did we Texas. learned that firsthand like yeah. we
1: didn't we we didn't know how all this ran and you know it's a good time like yeah mo-
2: and the beer helps
1: a lot of our you know guests that come they become our friends too and yep. you know oh, yeah. it's
2: we have like diehards that are there like oh i know they're i've they're met a few of them.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's no it's it's really cool i'm i'm uh I'm so happy for you guys because you, you guys are doing it right, and you're learning as you go. So oh, absolutely, and um, you know you're not going to be able to please any everybody, right? Sure. sure. And uh, I saw it in your faces last time when you ran out of food, and you guys were, we'll give the rest of what we have away. We, I'm sorry, we, we you know. Yeah. And uh, and you know that's just that's so nice of you guys. Appreciate that, and, and yeah, and good luck you know, in, in the, in the future, uh, if you could give anybody, uh, you know, advice that are, you know, people that are coming up and I know you and I have had a multiple conversations where you're like, man, I'm, I'm still learning myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't really want to give, you know, so, you know, get somebody here and, and help, you know, and, and tell them how to do things because I'm still learning myself. So, but, you know, as far as the business and how you're growing and everything like that, um, some of the things that you've learned, and maybe some advice that you would give somebody that wants yeah. to start out.
2: yeah, sure. Um, it's just uh, one step at a time, yeah. Um, you know, you're uh, you're not gonna get you know popular overnight. And mm-hmm. if you're in this for for popularity, then you're in the wrong business because um, it's about bringing something um, to an area where where there's not any good barbecue. that's mm-hmm. that's why. We started here in Orange County because uh, we wanted to be able to have uh, good barbecue for ourselves, mm-hmm. first of all, and um, and uh, yeah, uh, you know if uh, if you want to be able to get out there and, uh, and and grow your business, you know some people have money to jump right out there and buy a twelve thousand dollar smoker like right off the bat you know but just take it easy and start slow learn your craft know your history just keep learning Mm -hmm. you know that's
1: i think too um just stay true to yourself like don't try and copy someone else's thing because it's not you and you know you have we're yes we it's our it's his main source of income so yes we are in it to make money but that's not he's not in it for the money right and i support it I support him doing this because it makes him happy yeah you know and if he's happy wife gets happy
2: <laughs> yeah that's awesome so
1: yeah you know just the passion he loves cooking food he loves seeing the, the smiles on people's faces that's, that's and the and
2: biggest reason why i do this is because <laughs> i love to, to to make people happy and that's kind of brings us back to you know the backyard days is mm-hmm. you know just always trying to entertain like every time we have uh Barbecues in the backyard, pre pop-ups. Mm-hmm. We would have pop-ups in the backyard, but yeah. they weren't for they profit. weren't for profit no. at all. Mm-hmm. We were just cooking food. I was cooking food just to make people happy. Yeah, I was barbecuing just to make people happy, and and sometimes you know we would we would just g- gather whatever money we had together mm-hmm. just to to make these make people happy and so we can all have a good time. And that's yeah. the same thing that we do. Basically, we just moved our like backyard parties to breweries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody can enjoy it. It definitely know? feels that way,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Family, kind of a family thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you're being a foodie and all. What's maybe a dish or a place that that you recommend to somebody maybe from Texas or from somewhere else that, uh, you know what, you got to go and crush this dish that I love?
2: Um, You know, uh, in, in Los Angeles, this is kind of like the area that it's happening that's yeah. why it's there that's why it's kind of like uh you know if you want to make something out of yourself la is is the place to do it mm-hmm. uh, orange county we don't have a lot of uh, media outlets here yeah. but i think uh, the last trip that we went to uh, bestia mm-hmm. in downtown la was like killer restaurants but then i also got to give love to all the chefs here in orange county that are doing it mm-hmm. in downtown santa ana they're doing crazy food i mean you can go uh, one place is called fleeners on fourth Mm-hmm. The playground, um, places like that, uh, where there's these young chefs that are just, they're just killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, dishes, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm really into the, the upscale kind of like Mexican food right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like people tell me they're like, we went to Taco Maria and they're in Costa Mesa and they're like, damn, is that the price for one taco? Mm-hmm. It was like $18 for one taco. <laughs> but then after you eat it, mm-hmm. you're like, damn, this is yeah, really bomb. good. You know, yeah. the chef, uh, Carlos Salgado is his name. He's killing it. And, you know, we don't have a lot of uh, James Beard award Warren reading restaurants, but I think that might be one coming up. And it's mm-hmm. cool because he's he's Chicano, too. You yeah. Know? And, What's uh, that place called? It's called Taco Taco Maria.
0: Okay, yeah. I have to go check it out, yeah, man. Yeah, it's
2: really cool, man. But just get ready to, to drop some money. <laughs> we went there. We went there for uh, for lunch the other day, and we had uh, three tacos each. mm mm-hmm. yeah, I it, couldn't finish mine. And we had two, two, three tacos each and like two cocktails. It was like a hundred bucks. But if it sucked, I'd have been pissed. But it was yeah. really good. Yeah, you wouldn't be
0: talking about it, right? Yeah, and you know it's
2: really cool too. But it's because they could cook everything over a wood fire. Yeah, it's all their proteins and everything. I mean, they—you'll see them stoking the fire, moving the coals around, and you know that's that's what kind of sparked my interest. And I, I I sat right there so I could watch the guy, mm-hmm. you know, stoking the fire and and throwing oh. chunks and throwing logs in there and stuff. We, we so.
1: also love Vietnamese food. You know, we're right next to Westminster. I grew up in Westminster, yep. so you know, like, yeah, that's, like that's one of our right here uh, comfort foods.
2: Korean food and
1: uh, okay, Korean
2: barbecue. Korean barbecue is like. When me and her go out to a brewery and get really drunk, (laughs) like that's that's where we want to go. Oh, you can eat Korean barbecue. When we go
1: to eat there, (laughs) yeah.
2: So, yeah, Korean barbecues are probably We eat more Korean barbecue. Not, I mean, we're really healthy eaters during the week, but yeah, and that's that's another
1: story too. Um, Over six years ago or so, Danny was a big guy, Um, and. He lost a lot of weight just by eating clean and exercising, making me go on. Well, before bike they rides. called it
2: keto, it was more like paleo, yeah. they called it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he just he just got tired of living that life and, you know, when, we we went out on our own and we were just eating everything and like our backyard barbecues we were telling you about was every weekend, drinking and eating and drinking and eating and it catches up with you, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, he just started eating clean and like if I show you a picture Six years ago to today, it's it's pretty unrecognizable. Oh, yeah? yeah. Wow.
0: That's awesome, man.
2: That's another story,
0: though. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to uh, kind of close with, uh, tell us something about you that maybe most people wouldn't know. And maybe the, the being big was.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably, yeah. That I, used to, I used to be a really big guy. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I mean, you were never like you, pe- you were never small, but you're the smallest.
2: Oh, I used right. to be vegan. You used to be vegan? Yeah. I was vegan for like... Part time. No.
1: For like a summer?
2: For like a... Well, yeah. But it still was. Yeah. Where I was eating nothing but greens for, you know, a few months. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh,
1: what's something that people don't know about you? I don't know. He's a pretty open book.
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I drink bourbon. I smoke cigars. There's, you know, people that know me know what's, that, but... What's
0: your favorite bourbon?
2: Ooh, well... Pappy Van Winkle, of course, yeah. but that's, that's hard to get. But, you know, if they have it on the menu and i am uh, got a buzz going, I'll, I'll order it. <laughs> and then I'll hate myself the next day after I see the bill.
1: He's, uh, and you might, I don't know if you're okay with this, but he's been through many phases in life. And I've seen a lot of those since I've been with him since he was a teenager. And he's going to be turning 40 this year.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: he's gone through many different styles. Um, when I met him, he had a shaved head. Oh. Um, but that wasn't. Oh, yeah, I mean, that was a. That was like more of a punk thing than a. <laughs> anything yeah, else. It was, I don't know. Is one of the phases. Always, change, always evolving.
2: Evolving. <laughs> yeah. You know. Into
1: the man he is today.
2: But uh, yeah, I used to DJ. Yeah. That's something that people might not know. Uh-huh. Um, really, really, really big into the rockabilly scene. I yeah. Used to, I used to cruise and low ride, and you know, I actually sold a. Uh, my last bomb that i had to to buy this house mm-hmm. I had a 47 uh, chevy fleet master dropped dang uh, yeah mm-hmm. uh straight piped and mm-hmm. you know see that's what i was looking for yeah, yeah. something like
0: that that's yeah. pretty cool man yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. the first stuff.
1: one you had was like was it the caddy the first time? i had a
2: my very first, first old car was a 64 cadillac that was that we slammed <laughs> and then i had like pretty much every year chevy typical mexican with you know bombs and yeah you know
0: have you ever have you ever met or hung out with ragtop fern
2: i haven't you no, haven't no. i
0: bet you guys would get along really well i just uh, interviewed him a couple weeks ago and yeah uh, yeah he was talking about his low rider, uh, experiences and stuff so yeah that's, that's i really cool. i
2: really want it i mean if i would i would have like an old pickup or something like this to pull this smoker you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. but you know, it's. We'll see. One thing at yeah. a time. <laughs> yeah, we like to put like heritage barbecue on the side of the yeah. pickup. Yeah, you know, look real cool. Yeah, you know. See, he
0: awesome. always
1: wants to. I know. And I'm like pump the brakes. He's yeah. glamorous. He's a
0: glamorous <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time.
2: Yeah, no, you're always welcome.
0: Yeah, man. A lot of your stories is just getting started. I, you know, and uh, I'm I'm happy to be here to see it. Um, I mean, just the, the few months that I've known you, you've you've already progressed so much, and mm-hmm. and uh, and it's awesome to see. So,
2: well, likewise, man. It's yeah. good. To, it's good to see right? you finally coming <laughs> into your, your element. Yeah, you know, you're such a huge barbecue fan, and yeah, and uh, and you you have a lot to say. You yeah, know? <laughs> you know a lot of stuff. You know.
0: Well, I I thank you. I appreciate it, and hopefully, we can get this whole California um, barbecue scene going you know i think it's live and well yeah a lot of people don't know right it's a it's a big family environment here similar to what's going on in texas so it's uh it's going to be exciting to get some of these stories out there so Mm -hmm. thanks for sharing yours with us and uh happy crushing thanks for tuning in to the i crush barbecue show remember if you like the show please subscribe leave us a comment and share with your friends you can always add us on instagram facebook and twitter at i Crush bbq show don't forget to tag us with your favorite pics. we'd love to see what you're crushing until next time happy crushing <laughs>
1: remember at the old house in Westminster, I was on the phone with, I think Verizon or DirecTV, customer service, and I was all the way in our living room, and Uh he was all the way laying in the bedroom, and I'm talking to customer service, and we're going back and forth (laughs) about something, right? This fucker farts. La- and the guy's on the phone, and he just starts laughing. And I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, you heard that? He's like, I'm not admitting to anything. And I'm like, oh my, oh my god! god. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like, Daniel. Uh,
2: <laughs> he heard you rip one, huh? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> <gross>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel begins the conversation by.